Okay, so Rhyme Tov, we continue in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. We are finishing up the bracha of Asher Yotzar. It's our third and final part of Asher Yotzar. And we're going to focus on another aspect, on the word again, Bechachma, with wisdom. Hashem created man with Chachma, with wisdom. And that's similar to another Pasuk that says, Kulam b'chachma asisa, everything Hashem has done is with wisdom. All of Hashem's wisdom manifests itself through the body. And Chazal say this with a very interesting concept. It says in Perkeavos, Hakol lefi rov hamase, everything depends on the abundance of actions. And if we think about this concept, as we'll explain, we're going to see what this word chachma really means when we are aware of what Hashem has done in creating the human being. So let's uh, preface with some words of Rabbi Chaim Velazhin in the third gate of his Sefer Nefesh Chaim. He explains this idea of hakol lefi rov hamase. When Hashem judges us, he judges us upon the abundance of our activities. And what does Reb Chaim explain? In this world, Hashem primarily demands of us is action. Okay? And if it and if it, and the understanding is not just an extra virtue. Like something you think, well. Uh, that you know the main thing is the action and the kavana is something extra but it doesn't hold back the mitzvah okay in other words the main thing is you got to do the mitzvah now certainly kavana is better but what if you don't have kavana almost all the time you still fulfill the mitzvah except one or two cases but the action is really very very important now, which you may ask a question, wait a minute, doesn't that contradict another statement of the rabbis that says, Rahmana Liba boy, Hashem wants our heart, that the main thing seems to be what our feelings are? So what do you mean that everything depends on the multitude of actions? So the answer is, at the end of the day, we have to know what does a person really want? Say a person says, I really want to learn. How are we gonna know if he really wants to learn? <laughs> and he learns a lot. What if the guy says, I really want to daven? How do we know? Well, he davens a lot. A lot of times we want, we say we want a lot of things. But why don't we succeed in making that happen? Because the truth is, we really don't want. And the answer is, because if you really did want it, you would have done it. Right. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, you know, how much it bothers you. Just what do you do? And action reflects a lot. One second. And what the inner desire is. Let me just explain a little bit. He gives a marshal 
that the actions are like a button that's connected to a very deep system. Okay. And when we say the bracha of Asher Yatzar is Adam B'chachma, and he created Nekavim, Nekavim, Chalolim, Chalolim, orifices, Hashem created man with a lot of sort of, sort of thing, windows to reflect on the idea of it is revealed and known to you, Hashem. In other words, the greatest covet for heaven is when we see how God conquers the world. And therefore, part of this bracha is not just how smart he is, but the way he created us. That Hashem wanted to give us only good, and he created us in such a way it's like light that goes through windows, so to speak. The clear windows, you see everything through this, and Hashem creates this reality. So it's not like, you know, Hashem, oh, you're smart. Well, let's see how smart Hashem is. Let's see what he did. <laughs> and what he did was pretty smart. But it goes much further than this. As the... Uh, That although we know that uh, there's a lot of spiritual worlds and not only are the higher worlds reflected in this world but really all their existence comes from here so let's give an example of what we're talking about over here he says this world is like we're in a room with a lot of buttons in a lot of buttons and they're the ones that control all the energy that's going on in the big uh, city, so to speak. Okay, or let's see, you got a huge, huge uh, skyscraper, huge. It's worth $100 million. And the little room with all the buttons, the buttons alone are worth $50. Okay, so the buttons itself aren't worth very much. But boy, do they control a lot. The whole building won't work if some of the buttons are broken. This button turns on the light. This button turns off the light. This button puts on the air conditioning. This button takes off the air conditioning. You know, sometimes, one time we had, it was so hot in the shul, the whole air conditioning wasn't working. You know what was wrong? The thermostat was broken. Everything else was working. Thermostat, a couple hundred dollars, all of a sudden you're cool. Okay. And therefore, it's not just the buttons let us know, wow, there's amazing stuff behind this. But without the buttons, the amazing stuff doesn't even work. So, for example, the Torah tells us, pikuach nefesh, a threat to life. You push off all the myths of the Torah except for the three cardinal sins. Saving a life is very important. Why? Because everything depends on the action. If we don't have action... We don't have a world. If a person dies, the buttons are lost. We can't impact on anything. So, you know, you got, for example, you know, we've got, we've got soul. We got all these things, five levels of soul, which we'll get into later today or tomorrow, that really impact on the world. But if the person's dead, there's no buttons to push at all. So really, when we look at the human body in the Asher Yatsar, there are two levels. 
over here. Number one, it's like a map of the world. You can see all the wonders of Hashem within the human being. You want to know what Hashem can do? Look at a human being. A little bit of the entire world is in every single human being. That's one thing that shows you, look look at what he did. It's amazing what he could do. It's a window into God's amazing genius. <coughs> but also all the other worlds are dependent on our human bodies. If we elevate ourselves, the world, not just this world, all the worlds elevate themselves. And if we fall, everything falls. So we're like the buttons that make everything happen. So when we look at our body, we should be blown away of what's going on over here. It's, 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 we mamish call the shots. We, we have within ourselves the entire essence of the world is inside of us, and the impact of the world is totally from our physical bodies. Now, of course, kavana is important. We're not taking away kavana. But if you don't do the mitzvahs, nothing happens. So let's say you got a human being who's, who's in a coma, only well, can't push any buttons. He's got all five levels of soul are there. So the creation of the human being is so amazing that the human being is the buttons of that makes the whole world go around over here. And that's something we, we thank Akadosh Baruch Hu for the fact you gave us. It's not just you gave us our life depends on you. That's for sure. But now our ability to run the world depends on our bodies. And for that, we thank Hashem as well. And that's why the custom of a Jew is to shackle, to move. <coughs> Even though prayer is called Avodah Shabalev, but you've got to partner with the body. And not just that the mouth speaks, but as King David says, all my bones speak out of your greatness. When we say Kadosh, 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 our, our feet go on their tippy toes three times. You're jumping on your feet. You're getting every part of the body. And when we're saying Kedusha, when we say Kedusha three times, that enables the angels to say Kedusha. It's like we're in the world of the angels. You think, well, if you're in the world of angels, be quiet. No, we're jumping up and down like crazy because that are the buttons that make the angels sing their praises in the same way. So therefore, we thank Hashem for such a wondrous tool, the human body that was created with all these buttons, so to speak. And we know if for one minute you would close them up or, or, or seal them up or open them up and what's the disastrous, then the connection would be lost. We couldn't stand for a minute what our connection would, would cease to exist. And therefore we say, it's a wondrous thing, like the Ramah says, to connect the infinite reality to Hashem, to a finite reality. We're blown away by that understanding and that reality. Do you have a question? I'm sorry. So I don't understand, what about Avedo? It's bad. Just as bad. But he's thinking is not doing, but the thinking is throughout the day. Like, we think about God. I understand. How is he doing the other? By thinking. Oh, what about doing? He's not doing. What's about that? He's not doing. There is no action. Like he, thinks, he thinks about God. Okay? Yeah. He thinks about it. But he's not doing well, it. Well, why didn't you do it? If you really wanted to do it, why didn't you do it? 
So the bad thought isn't so bad. Why do I, I find it, uh, I'm not able to digest? Oh, listen, you got bad thoughts. Some, some of them just pop into your mind. What do you do when the bad thought pops into your mind? What do you do? Do you cultivate it? Do you uh, enjoy it and think more about it? Or do you push it away? You put your ticket to Vegas and you're on the plane. <laughs> you're having a bad thought, but you don't act on it. No. Why not? But I'm saying, why don't you do but, it? But why you, don't you do it? But, but you want to do this terrible idea. Okay, good. So why don't you do it? But it lingers the Take day. a plane, go far away, you do it. Why don't you do it? But the thought lingers through his thought the day. But if he's doing the thought, if he's doing he's actioning it, he's doing it one avera. He's doing just one avera. But if keeping it a full day, it's, it's in his mind. Okay, listen. Hopefully you're not thinking about this all day long. <laughs> People are... If a person thinks about Avera all day long, he's going to do it. Don't tell me he's not going to do it. It could pop into your mind from time to time. Okay. Right. It's not good. It's not good. And on some level, if you want, some damage comes out of it. Okay. Some thoughts are as bad as actions. Okay. But generally, not. Because at the end of the day, you could have the worst thought in the world. Okay, you need some cover up, but the damage is not as bad. The the damage is not as bad. Now, depending, sometimes the Avera is is that way. Don't stray after your hearts and after your eyes. You stray after your eyes then there is a physical thing you're doing. You are straying after your eyes. Yeah. That is a doing. You know, you just don't do it with your hands, you do it with your eyes. You're looking yeah. at things you're not supposed to look at. That is sort of an action. Thinking about it is another story. But either way, it should be limited. The main point we're saying is, let's put it this way. If all the sins of the world were only sins of the heart, we'd be in a pretty good place. <laughs> You know, I hate you. I want to kill you, but I don't. Yeah. I hate you. I want to take revenge on you, but you don't. You didn't lend me something. I'm thinking I won't lend you, but I do. <laughs> Remember, if you're doing them, it's a pretty good world. Now, if you really, if those thoughts were really, really thoughts, you'd start backing it up with really bad actions. So yeah, you know, it's not possible to have that many bad thoughts and not do a bad action. You really hate the guy. You don't think you're gonna slip out any lush and horror about the guy? You know, enough bad thoughts. You got to have actions. It's not possible because, you know, that it's very subtle. And if you don't, I mean, it's okay. You're a person who is struggling, but at the end of the day, you make the right decision. So that's the main thing that Shem's worried about. But you see, God gave us such a powerful, powerful body. We could do so much good with that body. We thank Hashem that we are partner in maintaining the world with this. Hakol if masa. And you only can do masa with your body. The body is finished, you can't do anything. All day long you want to do it, and if you don't do, it's really, Shem said, you're fantasizing. 
So you thank Hashem, I have a body. That's the buttons I can press to get things done. One last point Rapinkas wants to add. We're not only talking about the Gashmis, but we're also talking about the Ruchnias. We know there's 248 body parts, 365 sinews that parallel the mitzvahs, the positive and negative mitzvahs. So when we say it's re revealed and known before you, if God would open up any of them, we would die, God forbid, or close it up. So what does that mean on a spiritual level? What if God would close our minds and our hearts to certain spiritual realities and we would die spiritually. And if God opens us up to really think about terrible things, you'd become a Russia. We couldn't stand for a minute as well. So God, you, you heal all flesh in every way, physically and spiritually. There are spiritual connections that are tied with the body that cause all kinds of damage. Okay, that ends Asher Yatsar. Lots to think about. And after Asher Yatsar, we move on to Elokai Neshama. And here as well, Rapinkas has a number of pages discussing Elokai Neshama. Starts with the first word, Elokai. Means what? No, my, my Lord. That will be the best translation. My Lord. Now, what? when you say the word my Lord, what does that say about your whole mindset? He's my Lord. Now, Elohim, the word Elohim means master of all forces, all-powerful almighty and that almighty God is Elokai my God not God we don't say Elohim Elohim God no my God I relate to Hashem as my God not even Elokeinu our God but it's my God I have a personal relationship with Hashem. Let's have an, a king who is powerful, mamish. The whole world shakes in whatever he does, and he's powerful and rich and everything. And guess what? He's my father. He's mine. It's like my God. He's like my God. Like the Gemara says, a person's obligated to say that Hashem created the whole world for me. It's not, there's a God, the God of the Jews. He's my God. It's interesting that when the Jews, just as they were going to enter Eretz Yisrael with Yehoshua, Yeshua takes all the Jews, the 600,000 Jewish males, and he, had, he talks to them, and he says, it says, and he put them in between the two poles of the ark. Now, the two poles were 10 amos apart, 20 feet. Maybe less, even but long. And Chazal say, they all fit inside of that. 
Somehow, it's a miracle. It's not like, you know, you have a rally. You have a rally. People talk about going to the rally. Any rally, it doesn't matter, not just a Jewish rally. A lot of people said, you know, most people don't even listen to what's said at the rally. Not that they're bad speakers, but the main thing you want is just to show that you're there. You have solidarity. Most people couldn't care less what the people are saying. And the days before they had, um, what do you call it, um, loudspeakers, you couldn't even hear them if you're a few feet away. So Yeshua, when he's wanting to speak to everybody, miraculously, they all fit inside the Luchos. Which means, you know, he's mama's talking to me. Now, how that was a great miracle, but there's a great inner love that's buried inside the word Elokai. He is my God. There should be a feeling of love. Tremendous closeness. You're getting to talk to God right now. Elokai. It's interesting. But this is a very personal, personal bracha. It's not you, even though you is also pretty close. Baruch Atah, blessed are you. But Elokai, you're my God. I can be talking to you and you may not be my God. You can be somebody else's God. But I'm calling you my God. There's such a closeness there. So what do we say about my God? My God, Nishama Shinasata Bi Tahorahi. The soul that you gave me is pure. So now, after we talked about my God in general, we get into the details. And now we talk about our inner aspect, where we are totally tied up to Hashem, and that's the soul. Now, when we said in Asher Yatsar, we're blessing God for the wonders of the body, and we said that the body really is a bunch of buttons, but what's the buttons for? Something that's much deeper. And what's the deeper? The deeper is the Neshama. Here's the point. How do the buttons, what connects the buttons to the building? Think about it. Okay, we got this building over here. And I got the buttons. Okay, how does it go from the buttons to the building? Tell me in a normal way. Electricity. Wires. Electricity. How do my mitzvahs with the body that I'm pressing the buttons, how do they get and affect the spiritual worlds? Through the soul. It's the soul. That's what it is. That's the electricity. Can you see a soul? No. Can you see electricity? Can you see it? You can see what it does, but can you really see electricity? Can you see the internet? What's it called? The, uh, what do we call it? The the Wi-Fi? Can you you show me a piece of Wi-Fi? Can you bring one up ladder and show it to me, please? You could measure it. Can you see it? I still don't understand it, honestly. I believe it works because I see what it does. I see I have a message here. It goes over there. It goes somehow through the atmosphere. Something's going on over there. So after we, we've, uh, we're talking about the, the, the buttons 
of the body. Now we talk about the essence of ourselves on this wondrous thing, although the body is a tool that gets things done, but now we're talking about the essence of it, the essence of the life, the essence of what makes what you press on the button turn into that reality. That is our essential part. It's the soul that's connected to the body, that's connected to the other realms. Okay, that's what we're talking about now. And now we use a number of adjectives, of verbs. Atavarasa, you created it. Atayatzarte, you formed it. Atanafachtabi, you blew it into me. Vatamishamrabikirbi, and you guard it inside of me. Vataasid litlamimeni, and in the future you will take it away from me. Okay, what are we talking? On the one hand, we're praising God in general about my soul, but then we're getting into all kinds of little details. So many different ways of saying it. You know, we say, Elokai Nishama Shinasatabi. That should have been enough. The soul that you gave me is pure. Why do you have to say, you created it, you formed it, you blew into it, you guarded What's all these other details over here? And really, what's being hinted to is we are talking about different parts of the soul that we're going to get to very shortly. Each one takes on a different verb. And as we'll get in, this is the main discussion. We're going to talk about the five levels of soul. The lowest to highest, nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida. When we say alokai, neshama, shinasatavi, that's the overall, the whole thing. The whole five together is also called neshama. When you just say neshama in general, it's the general soul that has five aspects of it. So elokai neshama shenasatavi, that whole soul, whatever it is, it's whole. And now we're going to get into the five different levels. And if you don't get into every level, you're not thanking properly. When you say, Hashem, thank you for everything, that's one level. But when I say, thank you, Hashem, for the things that you gave me. Thank you, Hashem, for my ears and my brain and my heart and my kidneys. Then you begin to go, whoa, it's not just thank you for everything. Now I see what everything is. You know, when a person just says, oh, thank you for everything you've done. It's nice. But what's everything I've done? Maybe you want to give me a few details. Everything already is a lot of work. Thank you. Okay, you hosted the Shabbat Brothers. Thank you for hosting the Shabbat Brothers. Okay, what does that mean, hosting a Shabbat Brothers? <laughs> Calling people, arranging the food, schlepping the food, making the food, paying for the food, decorating the place, making sure everything's done and, it, and nothing slips through the cracks. Oh, there's a lot of details, and the details make all the difference. So now Rav Pincus is going to go through now the five levels of soul to really understand what is it that Hashem has given us. And this is going to take a lot of time. We only got three more minutes, so we'll just start with the lowest level of soul is the nefesh. Nefesh is what we call the natural physical life that happens, the life source. 
The fact that the body lives, the person sees, hears, feels, wants, loves, is happy, it all depends on that nefesh. And that's the essential part of the person. Beyond the physical part, if the nefesh leaves, the person's dead. Now, of course, there's a big difference between a person and an animal, as the Rambam writes in Shemona Prakim. Human, human body is not like an animal body. The nefesh of a human is not the nefesh of a behemoth, but at the end of the day, it's still a life force. A human life force is different than an animal life force. We gotta get used to thanking Hashem for that life force itself, which is an awesome gift. And what is buried inside of that gift is that the soul is able to activate the body. And the body alone has the buttons, but who's pushing the buttons? Well, the body's pushing the buttons. Well, what's pushing the body to push the buttons? It's the nefesh, it's the soul. And life itself is so sweet. It's such an awesome chesed. And anybody who says, I don't know what soul, I don't feel anything good about life, you're, you're, not, you're ignoring the truth. Did you eat anything today? Did it taste good? Oh boy, does it taste good. I have to cut down. How many, how many donuts did you eat yesterday? Okay. Tastes good? It's good to eat. It's good to live. Get up in the morning. You go outside. You see, oh, well, at least you see in the spring, you see nice weather. I can still breast, breathe in fresh, crisp, cold Canadian air. You feel like you're alive. You praise Hashem for that life and all the extra virtues that we have. And we thank Hashem for all those things. It's not the body. It's not the body because the body could be dead. But it's the soul that puts meaning and joy into the life that you have. And just like you thank Hashem for a house and for the walls and electricity and the books and the refrigerator and the washing machine, we thank Hashem for the fact that we are alive and every pleasure that comes to us from that, we should thank Hashem. It's a very important thing because you get used to that. You become a person who really is someone who enjoys being alive in the world. Hashem wants us all to be happy in this world the way the Torah shows us what happiness is. And therefore, God created us with an infinite amount of things that can make us happy. Some simple examples. We could have seen everything in black and white and would do a great job of living in this world. How can we see things in technicolor? Because you're much happier when you see it in color. We could have been eating food that is tasteless, like a snake. But Hashem made it taste good because He wants us to enjoy taking different tastes. Shem wants us to love and appreciate this world. Now, if you separate yourself from that pleasures, or rather you separate the pleasures from Hashem, that's going to get you in trouble. But if you connect that pleasure that you get to Hashem and you get used to thanking for Hashem, you're living in a totally different world. Your world is like a big base amigdash because you're always living with Hashem. And that is the level of nefesh. An animal doesn't recognize Hashem is doing it for you. Your nefesh realizes that, you know what, Hashem is giving this amazing things, and more than this is another thing the nefesh does. Every action you do becomes immortalized. You do a mitzvah with your body, it now is an infinite reality. That comes from the nefesh. It's the part that starts the, you press the button, it starts to move it. 
you know, you, you could have a lot of problems, you know, try to open the thing, the button, there could be a problem with the button, there could be a problem with the connection, button could be fine, in the middle the wires broke, a lot of things can happen, but the first part is the button, without the button you can't even begin to start things off, the animal has no buttons, it's just nature, so that's the first thing we thank Hashem, Neshama Shinasata Okay, Shkaya.